0: Welcome to BioInnovator Spotlight at LifeScience.org, where we listen to the life science leaders of tomorrow tell their story and discuss their challenges as founders and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, scientist turned communicator, Dr. David Kirk. Let's meet today's founder. I'm joined this week by Dr. Alan Siegers. He is based in Antwerp, Belgium at the Vlaams Institute for Biotechnology as an entrepreneur in residence. Thank you for joining me, Alan. it's a pleasure alan tell me a little bit about your background and how you became interested in the startup life
1: i'm a molecular biologist by training my phd at university of brussels Um, and quickly after my phd i moved to the industry Hmm. and first company i worked for was actually a multinational baxter i worked there as a scientist still but realized that um It's not only about science it's also about commercialization and quickly got involved in more general management and Mm. more commercial roles Mm. but i was lucky that although working for a large multinational like baxter i got involved in a carve out a small project that they wanted to spin off and that's really where i realized that as a scientist i like to be uh, close to the innovation from the beginning so since that day I've always worked for larger companies that were working on a spin-off or a carve-out or I worked for startups altogether and it's really because it allows me to combine the business side with the science from the early beginning.
0: Uh, Tell me a bit about your consultancy as well because we were talking about that just before we started recording.
1: That's right so since 2008 I actually founded my own consultancy firm, and yeah. I worked since then for medtech and biotech companies. And again, it allows me to be part of projects from the beginning. Mm. And um, the other advantage is that you get exposed to a lot of different projects, which uh, is very enriching. But um, I've been doing that now since uh, 2008, as I said, and I plan to continue doing that for the foreseeable future.
0: Wonderful. And uh, what has made you decide to start a company again? What's the most exciting thing for you?
1: Yeah, so obviously uh, being a consultant is a lot of fun, uh, Mm. but it's maybe not as glamorous as many people think. (laughs) Um, You you do uh, get in touch with a lot of projects and people, and that's great. But I do realize that what I really like and where I get my energy is by working together with a team and building something. Mm. And that's why I believe um, if you work with people on a innovation and you can then grow that to the next level, you can coach people, you see people develop and yourself, you develop further as well. And that's really why I want to be part of startup um, field, because that's where the excitement is. And that's also where you can make a difference.
0: Yeah. And what field are you focusing on in this, uh, in this world right now? And what do you see as the major challenge there?
1: Yeah, so I'm a bit of a generalist. So I've spent mm. most of my career in medtech, medical mm. device, uh, commercialization and development, but I've also worked for some pharma and more biotech companies, a variety of them. And actually now I'm focusing again on the biotech. So what we're doing is uh, working again with biologics, with proteins. It's my first love of proteins. I'm a proteinologist, if mm-hmm. you want. Um, and so that's that's really where I'm focusing on now. I, I'm leaving the medtech um, activities on the side and focusing exclusively on developing new drugs, really oh, wow. new, uh, I would say, uh, innovative drugs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In the protein space, then is that the?
1: Yeah. So when I did my PhD, it was all about proteins, yeah. um, X-ray crystallography, NMR, mm-hmm. protein structure, and it was my first love. And still today, I'm I'm trying to follow the field, and I'm of course excited to see developments like AlphaFold and things that I could not dream of 30 years ago that you could indeed predict structure from um, just a sequence. So this is an exciting time for me to uh, still follow that. And we try to apply that um, in our new projects. All the Mm -hmm. uh, modeling and AI and all the stuff that's happening. um, It's also fun for me to now start to apply that uh, that, uh, in that old field.
0: Yeah, it's a very exciting time uh, for the field, especially with... The, the amount of stuff we can do with machine learning and AI—it's—it's it's really opened up a lot of new opportunities. So I'm very excited to see uh, where you take it. Absolutely. What is the biggest challenge facing uh, you as a founder today?
1: Yeah, as a founder, the challenge is really to um, to kick off the company and to mm-hmm. to really find the capital. So the financing, I think, is the the number one um, challenge that I have right now. So I'm in the middle of pitching and counting uh Mm. probably will take me 300 pitches before we we land but that's that's life but i do realize that it's getting a little bit more tricky uh the economic situation is not great people are worried about the future a lot of disruptive things happened in the last couple of years and i don't think that it really helps for the um space that i'm in uh there is money on the side and there are still organizations that uh, would like to um bet on future successes so i'm not worried about that but it's just a little bit more tricky to convince them and to make sure that you stand out there is a lot of competition as well Uh, there are so many ideas and so many people that want to start new companies that um, it's it's a real marketing challenge to make sure you stand out you differentiate and you come with a plan that is solid and convincing Mm -hmm. so that's my challenge these days
0: that is a big challenge certainly to end our little chat on a nice lighter note um, you say you're an avid reader which is one of my favorite things Uh, (laughs) what uh, book or documentary has made an impact on you that you can recommend to other founders
1: Uh, there are many of course because when you read, you always find something. And I also like to make notes in Mm. books. Um, I don't care because in the end, it's all about learning and and remembering and maybe sometimes go back. And that's exactly why I picked one book. It's a book that I read three times now. So when you reread the book, you may find new things. And Mm. um, the book is called Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. (laughs) And it's a, it's a, it's a classic. I mean, it's, Mm. it's old. It's really old. Mm. And I, actually got it from a um a coach that I uh, I met one day and he um advised me to read it mm. i think the book is is 30 or 35 years old i don't remember but but it's it's such a fundamental book that with many layers and um some deep insights in there uh and it's it's a difficult book <laughs> so it's always good to reread it because it's it's pretty complex but uh to me it meant a lot it um it made me think about quality and making sure you take things very serious. Mm. Don't do things halfway, but if you want to do something, make sure you understand what you do, why you do it, and take it very serious. And um, I think that's that's the lesson that I got from that book.
0: Ah, oh, that's a great recommendation. And I love as well that you write in your book, so do I. I scribble everything in them. <laughs> it's good yeah. to meet somebody.
1: Who... I actually had to buy it again because the first one was completely falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to buy um, a new version of it. I think I have the old one somewhere, but it was really falling apart. But um, I think it's good if people write in books. It means that you're engaged. Yeah. And you may have an idea, Spark, that mm. you need to capture because you may not get it again. And so when you go back, mm. it's, uh, it's sometimes fun to see what you wrote
0: yeah. years I- ago. I love when a book has a couple of blank pages right at the end as well and you can just write a few notes down. That's one of my favorite things. (laughs) No, thank you for sharing that and thank you for joining me on BioInnovator Spotlight.
1: It was really a pleasure.
0: Are you a Life Science CEO in Europe? Go to lifescienceorg.com where you can connect, share and engage with a community of your peers. We have a platform just for early stage founders too. You can join there at nextgen.lifescienceorg.com.